This is America on Par, a powerful bunch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking things out here. Hey, there is a big hubbub, a big to-do in the American media. Our president-elect Donald Trump talked on the phone to the head of Taiwan. What's wrong with that? Well, China claims Taiwan is not its own country, but is part of China itself. That is their belief, despite the fact that China has no actual control over the island. Taiwan has its own government, its own defense forces, doesn't send taxes to China, and actually has no relations with China at all. But the policy of China and the policy of the United States since Jimmy Carter's administration has been to pretend that Taiwan is part of one single and inseparable China. The policy of China and the policy of the United States is to pretend that reality does not exist. And that was all fine and dandy until the American people decided to elect a man for president who the media believes has a tenuous grasp on reality at best. Those uneducated voters who decided not to believe the polls the media believed was an accurate depiction of reality have placed their trust for the future of our nation in someone who wouldn't know reality if it tweeted him at 3 o'clock in the morning, or so we are led to believe. Donald Trump really did take a phone call from the democratically elected president of Taiwan. You would think the Democrat Party would hail this as a great move, since the Democrats love democracy so much that they are refusing to believe the real outcome of our most recent democratic election. You would think... The Democrats and the media would love this move because the president of Taiwan is indeed a woman. And we were all supposed to have just elected a woman last month to be our president, primarily because, you know, she's a woman. A democratically elected woman president who is also Asian, by the way. We just get to click off another demographic said group. Well, well done. Isn't that what we're supposed to hail as the paradigm of political righteousness? How dare Trump take a phone call from her? See, China, which is a nation run by unelected men, lodged a formal protest with our government, and the reports started flooding out of Washington and New York City that our next president was an idiot. Was he unaware of how diplomatically stupid standing up to China was? Didn't he know that Taiwan, our ninth largest trading partner, wasn't actually officially its own country in reality? Didn't he know that? Did he actually mean to answer the phone? Or was he just trying to send out another tweet and accidentally pushed the wrong button on a Samsung 7? Come on. Here's Mike Pence talking to former Clinton aide George Stephanopoulos about the outrage. This was a courtesy call. And plus, I have to tell you, George, is, uh, it, it's a little mystifying to me that, that President Obama can, can reach out uh, to a murdering dictator in, in Cuba in the last year uh, and be hailed as a hero for doing it. And uh, President-elect Donald Trump takes a courtesy call from the democratically elected leader in Taiwan, and it's become, it's become something of a controversy. So, yeah, it turns out Trump did mean to answer that phone. That, that this controversy shouldn't really be coming up because Trump knew who was calling 
and why they were calling. This had actually been talked about and planned even before our election was over. Trump did this on purpose. He was fully informed, and he expected to get a reaction. The question shouldn't be, is Trump an idiot who is bumbling his way through an alternate reality? The question should be, what is Trump really doing here? Listen to some of the tweets from Trump himself. Here he is the day after the phone call. Quote, did China ask us if it was okay to devalue their currency, making it hard for our companies to compete? Heavily tax our products going into their country, the U.S. doesn't tax them, or to build a massive military complex in the middle of the South China Sea? I don't think so. Close quote. The phone call was deliberate. And it was designed to tell the Chinese, we aren't going to act in Asia according to your wishes and your reality. We will act in Asia according to America's wishes and America's reality. And if you want to know what Trump meant by America first, this is it. Look, conflict with China is coming. China has done things at the start of the last two presidencies that were provocative and dangerous. They did this to test the resolve of our new presidents, Bush and Obama. Under Bush, they attacked one of our planes over international water. Their plane, which collided with ours, ended up crashing. Ours was forced to make an emergency landing inside China. They held the crew for 11 days before returning them and the plane, which they had searched all the way through. Bush responded to that provocation by okaying arms sales to who? That's right, the fictional country of Taiwan. Relations with China during Bush's presidency were pretty good considering they are still a communist oligarchy. Well, China didn't seem to find Obama near as difficult of an adversary. During the mission to kill Osama bin Laden, one of our stealth helicopters crashed in bin Laden's compound. Do you know where that helicopter, that top secret piece of machinery ended up? That's right, China. The Pakistanis gave it to China. China has been involved in hacking our defense department. Their hacks were so successful that last month, China debuted two brand new stealth fighter planes that look remarkably like F-22s. Now, we don't know how many of those copycat planes the Chinese have been able to make yet, but it was theft that appears to have gone unpunished and unchallenged. And yes, Trump was right. During the Obama administration, the Chinese have built islands in the middle of the South China Sea and installed runways and port facilities on them. They are now defended with missile batteries. And China claims these man-made islands to be part of their sovereign territory in violation of international law. The Hague has already ruled against China on this issue. But so what? China ignores the ruling. With all the rhetoric Trump used on the campaign trail, and China already in an expansionist and belligerent mood, you know they were going to do something to test the new president's resolve after the inauguration. Well, guess what? They just got trumped. This move is all about Sun Tzu's art of war. 
He is staking out a place that will make it hard on the enemy. Though China isn't really an enemy of the U.S., but they aren't exactly our friends now either, are they? China knows about the art of war, seeing as how that book was written in China a few thousand years ago. They've read it, and it's a part of their thinking. It's a part of their culture. That's why they built the islands in the middle of the South China Sea anyway, in the first place. That's, that's Sun Tzu. They were constructing a place that was defensible before anyone else could stop them. That is classic Sun Tzu. Well, Trump, Trump is just reconfiguring the battlefield to put China on the defensive at little or no cost to us. Seriously, what did that phone call cost us? Nothing. But it has the Chinese looking over the shoulder at a situation they thought was essentially resolved. They had America believing their version of reality that they controlled Taiwan. Trump has rejected that fiction. Now the Chinese are going to have to keep that in mind whenever they talk to Trump in the future. Well, the liberals in the U.S. are all upset about this election because they fear Trump will become some fascist dictator. They fear he will be like Hitler. Well, there's something that those who are afraid of and who are misunderstanding Trump should learn in relation to Hitler. There's, there's a way the two men actually are similar. Hitler told the world exactly what he wanted to do in his book, Mein Kampf. He published the book long before he rose to power in Germany. But if people had read it ahead of time, they would have had a better understanding of who Hitler was, what he wanted to do, and how he planned to do it. Same with Trump. Long before Trump ever got into politics, he wrote a book that talked about who he was, what he wants to do, and how he wants to do it. It's called The Art of the Deal. Notice the similarity in the title to The Art of War. I've said the Chinese are familiar with the art of war. The title of Trump's book suggests he's just as familiar with it. So combine the art of the deal with the art of war. And this Taiwan phone call comes through very clearly. Trump is establishing a better negotiating position for the United States before negotiations with China really begin. He's reminding the money-manipulating, island-building Asian bullies that they have some vulnerabilities, and Trump has no problem exploiting those vulnerabilities if it gets a better deal for America. By the way, Taiwan is not the only negotiating Trump card he can play here. The other card is Russia. See, the Democrats are so concerned with Trump getting all buddy-buddy with Putin. I don't think the two guys are going to rip their shirts off and go horseback riding together, but the people who should be really concerned about that happening, other than the photographers? It's not the Democrats, it's the Chinese. If the U.S. and Russia patch up their differences and become better partners on the international stage, the big loser out of all of that is China. See, Trump is putting the U.S. in a better negotiating position before he begins negotiating. That's not an accident. He's doing it on purpose, and the press in this country needs to figure that out. Stop underestimating the man.
I mean, for such a stupid guy, he's been able to outsmart a lot of people since he announced his run for president a year and a half ago. 16 Republican contenders, one former first lady, a sitting president, and the collective wisdom of the fourth estate. Maybe, just maybe, Trump isn't ignorant of reality. Maybe, just maybe, he's renegotiating reality. Buckle up. Things are about to get real. Thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr. I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory flying over me.